Have you noticed that in recent years some of the lines defining what is obvious has been blurred? A photograph viewed by the masses of which two opposite narratives are contrived by two separate segments of the population. How can it be, that what seems completely obvious to one portion of society is the complete opposite to the other portion of the population? On this show we will take a look at some of the more infamous photographs that have divided the population, if only at first glance. We will dissect what makes this particular image so divisive. Much like a Rorschach test our first impressions of pictures in society are so diverse by implicated narrative versus visual aid objectionable reporting. Welcome to Rorschach. And we're live! Welcome everybody to another episode of the Rorschach Show. I'm so glad that you've chosen to uh, lend me a bit of your time tonight. Uh, it's It's been a real experience uh, being able to transmit some of my ideas to you guys and uh, receive some of yours back. So I'm looking forward to more of these episodes where we can uh, hopefully start bridging the gap to some of these uh, incredible... Um, fissures in our society uh, when we speak about uh, people's opinion of popular events that we see in the news. So it's just going to be uh, myself doing this podcast again today as Curtis is uh, busy with his his day job. Uh, it's kept him overly busy so uh, when he finds some time we'll be able to, to scoop him back for another episode but uh, today we're just going to be you and I. Now the episode that I've chosen to do today is one that is not in the current news uh, cycle that we are currently in. However, I didn't have this uh, platform when it was currently in the news uh, about a year and a half ago. So we're just going to talk about it today. Now it's important that as we talk about this, everybody keeps in mind that I'm not planning to, um, or I'm not, I'm not self-absorbed enough to think that I can solve any any of the world's problems or or anything close to that. My motivations for doing these podcasts stem from the fact that I think our culture has uh, had um, irrevocable damage done to it, Um, a lot of which I think is due to the fact that the two sides uh, of our culture aren't talking, we're just commentating. And it's important that we start at least trying to, to walk a mile in the other side's shoes. So that we can get an understanding of where they're coming from and where their um, perceptions of, of today's news articles and topics, where it's coming from. Because as much as we think our side is always right and their side is always wrong, they think the exact same way. And the only way that we can all start becoming one culture again is if we start to appreciate one another a little more. And my one other maybe low-key motivation for this is to maybe, if I could possibly create a tiny bit more space or some elbow room for the individual, as I see the collectivism uh, movement really taking hold in our society. Alright guys, with all that out of the way, let's get started on our topic today. Who? Brett Kavanaugh. Where? The United States. When? 2018. What? The confirmation to the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Why? Well, this time I'm interested in why it was possible that 
The confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court was turned into such a dramatic uh, event that garnered or warranted two completely opposite reactions from our society. And I'm not talking about one or two people seeing it one way. I'm saying 50% of our population seeing it one way and basically 50% of, of our population seeing it completely the other way. It's quite the anomaly. Alright folks, so let's get into this. We'll get started as we always do with our three option premise breakdown. Or, we could shorten it going forward to our 3OPB. The first option. Anybody that thought what happened to Brett Kavanaugh was um, not anything close to what somebody should receive in, in uh, regards to a job interview... Furthermore, uh, it, it's a kangaroo court. It was a, a partisan hack hit job. Um, it was completely one-sided. And, uh, and he wasn't given his due process. Two. The people that said, well, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to wait and see uh, how everything plays out. I'm going to watch uh, the testimony of the... Uh, the accuser, I'm going to watch the testimony of the accused, and I'm going to make up my own opinion going forward. It's not like we have to uh, to sort out a whole bunch of facts, because again, it's just, it's, it's a, a matter of putting somebody uh, into a different job. It's not, it's not like they're going to be uh, frog-marched out of the uh, hearings in handcuffs and sent to jail. Um, it's not a criminal proceeding, so we can kind of take this um, at face value and, and just go from there. And three, the third category. In this category, I've placed anybody who saw Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the uh, Supreme Court as nothing less than our country nominating a predator to the Supreme Court of the United States. And in face of that, it's important to shore up all offenses to take down Brett Kavanaugh it doesn't matter even if, you know, some new evidence shows up that is completely absurd. It all deserves its 15 minutes uh, in the spotlight. And any amount of uh, slander or smear campaigns is worth it in the end um, as a measure to remove Brett Kavanaugh. Now, myself being a, uh, a self-responsibility kind of duty, um, law and order kind of valued individual, I fall into that first category. And I hope that some of you guys uh, fell into the first category as well as, uh, you know, the other categories that I've laid out as well, because these are the ways that I, I've seen it playing out when, when, or I saw it playing out when it was uh, in the news cycle a year and a half ago. So um, I'm looking forward to hearing back from you guys to, to hear how you saw it play out. But let's just break these these categories down a little bit more. In that first category, the reason that I reside in that in that first position is because, to me, a threat to anybody else is is a threat someday to me. You know, it's someday that I'm not going to be given due process when I need it, and and that's that's truly how I see it deep down. Is we all need to de to defend each other's right to our day in court, and I, I get that it's not a day in court. It, it, in the traditional sense, again, there, there, no ruling is going to send him to jail, and that's 
and that's not totally uh, because the things that he has been accused of don't rise to the level of uh, incarceration, you know, 30 years after the fact. But it truly was an adjudication of, of the way that he's lived his life. And, and I, throughout the whole process, the things that came to mind were, it's such a positive thing, such a good thing, that he has kept his nose clean for those 30 years, that there's not a mark on on him otherwise. He's been with, uh, he's been a family man, he's clearly been a very uh, consummate professional, um, or else he wouldn't have been nominated for this. But due to the fact that his accusations seemed relatively baseless, there was no corroboration, um, they definitely seemed motivated by uh, partisan motives. It basically got to a point in the trial that, in the trial, in the hearings, that I thought to myself, how is everybody not seeing it this way? This is so obvious to me that he's being railroaded. Nobody's going to buy these um, accusations anymore. I mean, at one point, uh, the, the credibility of, uh, of the accuser was really, really in question. I mean, and, and, I, and I thought that everybody, not just the media who was backing the victim or the, the alleged victim here, but everybody, both sides of this uh, debate, really dealt with the victim or the accuser with kid gloves on. So, in other words, um, had it been a, 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 a real court with, with real prosecutors, um, I think it would have been a much... Uh, rougher day for uh, the professor uh, accounting her story, especially when it came down to the fact uh, she had been scared to fly, or, or at least she alleged that she was uh, afraid of flying, so she wouldn't be able to make the hearings, um, although she would be able to drive to get there. So it wasn't a matter of her appearing in front of her accuser, which would be one reason why you wouldn't want to come to the trial and make something up like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid to fly. Because it is hard for victims to see their uh, perpetrator if if that actually happened. But she was willing to get there. It just wasn't on, on the timeline of the hearings. She wanted to take her time to get out there and, and not take a plane. And again, under guise of her saying, oh, under guise of her saying, you know, I'm scared of of flying and you know it's a real problem for me that's one thing but apparently she <clears throat> is a professor out on the west coast like out in california and yet she takes several trips uh specifically to go surfing every year it's like okay well are you scared or aren't you were you lying then are you lying now um you know there's a lot of fishy stuff going on she couldn't remember time and place and uh, the whole rest of it, you know, the, the, the questions didn't really stop. And then when you see how the, <clears throat> how the mainstream media kind of ran with it and made a, a, a mockery of the whole thing, you know, uh, so far as to, you know, they went as far as to accuse him of being <laughs> part of a gay, uh, gang rape gang. It's like, and, and, and people that have zero credibility, I believe that again, for anybody who fact checks this, if I'm off, feel free to let me know. 
this is just how I remember it. It was a year and a half ago. But I remember that that lady who came and said, oh, yeah, I remember him from being in a uh, a rape gang, like a gang rape gang. And they would like line up like it was crazy. It was it was it was fascinating how the mainstream media, who at least when I grew up, it was always like you looked at them as the adults in the room, like when like the, the news media, like if that came on, it's like that's as good as gospel. Yet they ran with this Christy. I think Christy Swetnick was that one. Again, I'm not. I can't. I can't remember completely. I can see her. She's like. I can see her in my head right now, but I cannot remember if it was if it was that or not. But nonetheless, the 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 one guy that was supposed to corroborate the story refused to comment, and or I think even actually hedged on the side of of Brett Kavanaugh saying, I don't remember anything like that ever happening. So it's like, where did, were you lying then? Are you lying now? It's a pretty convenient time to come forward. I get, I guess she said she, it was, she felt like it was her civic, civic duty to, to come out at that point and let everybody know that there'd be a, a, a quote unquote predator on the Supreme Court, uh, which obviously would become a problem for the whole Supreme Court. Now, if you recall that second category that we had uh, discussed earlier from the uh, three opinion option uh, premise breakdown, I I feel the people in this group generally were kind of there for the show because the stakes in their opinion might not have been so high. Um, just that's just the way I see it. I've spoken to a lot of people as well, and you know they had made mention of his uh, lashing out at um, some of the questions that were being asked of him. And I don't know, when I personally watched them, I, I thought there's only so much that I could let people get away with if I was truly innocent. If I have to sit there and just listen to like all this craziness, and, and when I say craziness, I mean the the kind of spectacle that it became where they were like asking about about his yearbook and how many beers he drank. Like clearly he hasn't been a drunk. He doesn't have any history of like that in his professional life. He was a, a frat guy. Like, um, and I mean, if that's illegal, that's another story. Like if he's all of a sudden guilty for being a gang rapist because people can point him out as being a frat boy. It's not like fraternities in Canada generally i we hardly ever they weren't a big part of our culture but i know they're a big part of the american culture as far as college university is concerned so if it's such a big deal get rid of the fraternities you don't let them graduate and then go on to successful jobs that are let's not forget high pressure jobs and and take up those roles if you're just going to allow your culture and society to um, condemn them. Oh, he was a frat boy. Oh, then I'm sure he did all that stuff, you know? And I seen a degree of that with people in that second category, the people that were kind of, you know, stakes are low. So let's see, let's see how the questions are asked. Let's see more importantly, how they're answered and we'll make up our decision from there, you know? And no matter what we decide, it's, it doesn't matter. It's a judge. He's, he'll be, a wealthy man anyway, so who cares if he gets another job? It's not like he's going to be marched out of here in handcuffs and shipped off to prison for this, so, you know, stakes are low. Let's enjoy the show. And the third category was the people that activated against him, uh, really were had a dog in the fight, 
it was it was high stakes for them for a number of reasons. Uh, I think there was even talk of people were really worried about the Roe versus Wade, which I've I've and I believe that's the abortion legislation. And I'm definitely not an expert on it, but um, I think it was a matter of they were worried he was going to be the vote that repealed it. And if that was the case, then it would be such a, a clawback for abortion. So they were trying to avoid that at all costs. And then I also started to see that the feminist movement got on board and it was like they're going to get out there and take their shots. And you know what? you guys know my position on it. So it's sometimes hard for me to sell it, um, you know, in a positive light on what I didn't think was of, of, you know, a very, um, honest proceeding, you know? So, but having said that, I, I also feel that there was a bunch of people in that third category that they weren't out there enjoying the show low stakes, but they were, like, you know, maybe he is guilty. So, um, maybe it is important that they listen to every story and, um, so on and so forth. And again, why I think that, uh, the floor fell out on, on all the arguments, um, that the, the Democrats were putting forward, um, became so evident or so obvious to me when, when the, the narrative started to become believe all women, to me, it was like, wow, that's pretty desperate that you guys are, you think that we'll reach to believe all women just because you're telling us this at the most opportune time ever after all of the credibility has been shot on your client, like, uh, or on the, on the victim. Like, I'm sorry if, if it had affected you this much, you should have came forward before this. And if it, if it wasn't a big deal, then it wasn't a big deal. Ugh, that might get me in some trouble, but I'm, I truly want to know if you were, if you've listened this long anyway, and you're, you found yourself in that third category, or you have friends that you've spoken to that were in that third category, um, that it, that it walk you through a reasonably, um, reasonable, uh, pathway to the way they seen it, then I'd love to hear that too. But that's generally the way that I've, that I've seen this received anyway. And right now, guys, I'm only on Twitter, um, and uh, if, if you follow the show through the weekly uh, podcast, then uh, I hope you engage uh, with us on social media um, going forward, and, and we'll create some good conversations, and uh, hopefully you got something out of this. And I guess I'll wrap that up. This will be another episode of The Rorschach Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please click to subscribe, hit the like button, leave a comment in the comment section below, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Words. I got a voice that you never heard. Maybe not never, because you heard crying. Communication's tough, but I'm sure trying. But I'm sure trying. Trying. But I'm sure trying. Sure trying. Sure trying. Sure trying.